Welcome in to the Bear Down Podcast right here on the ESPN Chicago app. You can listen to Black and Abdallah weeknights from 6 to 8. Black and Abdallah here on the Bear Down Podcast. I'm Chris Black. Abdallah has the day off. And Tuesdays and Thursdays, we talk Bears football with you right here on the ESPN Chicago app. So the season's over. The Bears lose to the Vikings in the final week of the regular season. And they secure the number one pick in the NFL draft thanks to Lovey Smith and the Houston Texans winning a meaningless game at the end of the season to allow the Bears that number one draft selection. So the Bears finished the season at 3-14. and 14. It was disappointing when you look at the win-loss record, but I do think there's some big developments as far as the quarterback and developments as far as his progress and his progression as a passer as we're starting to see a quarterback grow and starting to get it. And I think that's something to take away with this season as we look back as Bears fans and as we head into the offseason for what I think most of us would say is the most important offseason in Bears history. They have the number one pick in the draft. They have the most cap space in free agency. And they really have their quarterback for the future. So now the hard work uh, begins up at Hallis Hall. And it's time to assemble a team that we can all get behind Route 4 and enjoy, and hopefully a team that wins in the future. So the season ends on Sunday. Ryan Poles meets the media on Tuesday to end the season and to go over uh, what took place in this last year. So here's Bears GM Ryan Poles on what does success look like, taking a look back at this season and also looking forward. As we reflect on the season, I think when I started uh, in the very beginning, I talked about, a mentor of mine asking, what does success look like if you took wins and losses? And you put that to the side for a second. And I did that, and it was really about the foundation that we built this year. I was excited about that. I was excited about the the progress that we made. Um, I think two things can be true, too. I think you can be disappointed in the the losses, right? That's not our, our what we're here to do. Uh, it hurts. I joked earlier, like, it feels like, Part of your football soul gets ripped out when you got to do it over and over and over again. Um, But the resilience that this organization showed was outstanding. Uh, In our all-staff meeting, I handed out this in the very beginning of the season. It was just a a building block that, in the shape of a Lego, and I talked about the entire organization doing what it takes to stick together Um, because I knew how important it was to build a foundation that was rock solid. It wasn't on something that was shaky, that would fracture. And that really, everyone bought into that, and I was excited about that. I know that we're in a healthier situation now than we were before, and we're excited about where we're going. A healthier situation going forward, and that's Ryan Poles at Hallis Hall on Tuesday. I I would say this, you know, the the reason that's important and the foundation and keeping everyone uh, in in line and, and following the same, like, direction is because, like, you could also take the opinion that the Bears tanked this season. Right, like that that is one way you could look at how this season went is that they traded away pieces and then those pieces were taken and ripped away from the defense, thus your talent on the roster is so much lower, you're not gonna win a lot of games. And people could say you're tanking. Uh polls tells you that the team is in a healthier situation. Right, like it's just like the difference in how you explain uh, both situations, but it is what it is. They had less talent than other teams by design and also uh, by the play on the field. 
And if that's the case, and when you look at what's going on long-term with this team, to keep everyone on the same page is important from a player standpoint. Poles also talked about what does the foundation look like? Here's Ryan Poles. Now, what does the foundation look like? I've heard that question in here a lot throughout the season. That's discipline. I thought we were, we were one, I think we were one of the least penalized teams in the league. Um, the bond I talked about in the locker room sticking together. As a GM and a head coach, you worry about through adversity, the, the locker room starting to fracture, self, people being selfish. Uh, selfish. Um, and that was never the case. There's no finger pointing. The guys bought in that had fun with each other. Uh, experience. We led the league in rookie snaps by almost a thousand. Um, that's going to pay off for us in the long run. Uh, those guys, if they're starters, the game's going to slow down for them. If they end up being rotational players or backup, when their numbers called, they're going to have game experience and be able to be successful through that. Toughness. Uh, that stood out to me. I can't tell you how many coaches from the teams that we played called the next morning or GMs and said, you can feel your guys on tape. You can feel that the way that they play, they, they play it the right way. Keep doing what you're doing. You're on the right path. So that's Ryan Poles at Hallis Hall. He also talked about Justin Fields. This is all part of the opening statement. So here's Ryan Poles on Justin Fields. And then obviously I know a lot of questions just about the quarterback. I thought Justin did a good job. I thought we changed a lot. We adapted. We tried to put him in a position to be successful. He showed the ability to be a a playmaker, be impactful. He can change games quickly. Um, Does he have room to grow? He does. He has to get better as a passer, and I'm excited to see him take those steps as we move forward. Ryan Poles talked about where the Bears go from here. Obviously, the number one pick in the draft, they have all the cap space, and they have a quarterback, and now you have to start building up. Where does this team go from here? Where do we go from here? And that's really elevate off this foundation that we built. Um, We start with after-action reports. I believe in that. Uh, We're going to get together, talk about what we did well, what we didn't do well, attack our weaknesses, and continue to do what we did well over again. Uh, Player feedback. Coach and I met from 7 a.m. yesterday to 2 o'clock and met with every single player on our roster. And we spent a lot of time, and our coaches, our position coaches spent time talking about how guys have to get better for next season. But we want a feedback of where we have to be better as well, our process, our scheduling, uh, anything from travel, cafeteria, uh, communication, all of that stuff. We wanted to know where we came up short so that we can support them better and that they're in a position to be successful. And then we're going to identify needs. What do we need? Where are the holes in the roster? Um, And then we're going to attack them uh, with the same relentlessness that we did this past season. Um, Obviously, we have a lot more resources, so I'm excited um, to do that. But we got to stay sound in free agency. I, I know everyone's talking about how much money we have, and we're just going to go crazy. We're going to be sound so that we get the right players in here and we get good value. And attack the draft, always keeping value in mind. That's going to stay the same. It's not going to change just because we have you know, the number one overall pick. So there you go, Ryan Poles talking to the media at Hallis Hall on Tuesday here on the Bear Down Podcast. I like that. They're going to be sound in the decisions they make in free agency. Why is this important? You have all the money in the world. You're, you have so much cap space. You can afford some mistakes, right? Well, you also don't want to do what you've seen Ryan Pace do, where you're overpaying players who were not deserving of it, and then you're, you're digging yourself a hole. So, yeah, they need to be sound and make smart moves. They obviously need to upgrade the roster as far as it comes to uh, the talent that is on the team. 
namely defensively on the line and then also offensively some wide receiver help and then offensive line help. But they need to be sound. They can't just go out and blow it all in the first moments of free agency and then, you know, set the franchise back. I think that's the key here. It has to be a slow build. And you got to have guys who can come in and start and be impactful, but also in years two, three, four of those deals that are signed this offseason, we're not having the debate on whether or not someone was overrated or it was a bust of a pick as far as a free agent signing. We need to have conversations of, hey, look who Ryan Poles brought in. You know, we weren't sold, but in year two and three, not only did they start all those games, but this guy's fighting for a Pro Bowl berth. This guy's really contributing to winning. And that that's the next step for this team. Ryan Poles was also asked, all of this that needs to be done, can it be accomplished in this offseason? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I can answer that specifically, but I can tell you that we have flexibility. We have, we have flexibility um, where if there's opportunities where we can – you know, turn that into a lot of players that come in to help us. We can do that if it's if it's staying put or, or you know, really f- being selective with certain people. Uh, we can do that as well. So I, I know my expectation, our expectation, is that we move the needle to be more successful. We can win some of these close games and, and bring in guys that can impact this football team. So Ryan Pohl has also talked about having conversations with Justin Fields here at the end of the year, and then also heading into uh, draft season free agency right like free agency obviously help assemble players around justin fields but when you shift it to the draft there is an option out there that the bears if they're not sold on fields could use that number one pick on a quarterback it's possible i don't think it's likely but here you go. Here's Ryan Poles talking about conversations he's had with justin fields yeah we had good conversations um I'm excited for the direction he's going. And as I mentioned before, he knows where he has to improve. I think he mentioned that the other day. Um, So we're excited about his development and where he goes next. He showed ability to be impactful with his legs. There's flashes with his arm. Now if we can put that together, I think we have something really good. Ryan Poles, Justin, is he the guy even with a number one pick in your pocket? Well, we're going to do the same as we've always done. We're going to evaluate the draft class. And I would say this, I'd have to be absolutely blown away to make that type of decision. So that was the answer on that. Not saying yes or no, but yeah, basically saying that the guy at number one would have to be, uh, the, the talent level would have to be so high that you can't pass up on. And I, I think that's where the conversation around Bryce Young is interesting statistically Bryce Young from Alabama is that guy that you would want as far as everything matches with with the pedigree of a college quarterback coming into the NFL but the other side of it is his size six foot 194 pounds there's not many quarterbacks at that size that were successful for long periods of time in NFL history and, and I think that's where you could have the conversation about C.J. Stroud at 6'3", 215. He equally has put up eye-popping stats in college football. And then the third name you'll hear quite a bit of 
is Will Levis, the quarterback from Kentucky. He's 6'3", 232. Uh, his stats, not as crazy as Young and Stroud, but he's been a decent quarterback at Kentucky for the last couple of seasons, and Kentucky wasn't as good as Alabama or Ohio State, so not quite the same hype, but people have been tracking Will Levis to be a top quarterback uh, in this draft class for a couple of seasons now. On Justin Fields, Ryan Poles talks about what Fields needs to do to improve as a passer. Yeah, just um, as a passer, just for things to slow down um, mentally and then be able to react and anticipate quicker. Um, Obviously, with that, we also have to continue to build around him so that he can do that uh, consistently as well. Talked about Fields' leadership. Yeah, resilient. uh, A guy that has um, ownership, he has growth mindset, the amount of time that he put in with the coaches to continue to get better. The guy's hungry to be successful in this football, in this league. And then uh, Poles went on to talk about, he was asked, I believe it was uh, Patrick Finley that asked the question, were there any wow moments throughout the season that changed your perception on what Justin Fields can be or what he is? Were there any moments throughout the year where you said, okay, maybe we have something here with Justin Fields. Here's Ryan Poles. Yeah, well, it was like midseason when he really started to go off um, with his legs, create explosion, uh, explosive plays. You know, you think of plays like um, the shot to Mooney, the shot to Pettis in the corner of the end zone. I think that was Washington. Uh, those deep ball throws that we know he can make. Now it's just closing in the gap and being consistent with it. And again, I know the beautiful thing about football is we can't point at one. You can never point at one person and be like, it's his fault. No, it's a collective where everything's got to work together. So I know and we know if we continue to grow this football team, bring in a lot of really good players, that everyone's going to get better collectively. So isn't that interesting? The throwing down the field situation, some of the nice throws that Fields found, Mooney, Pettis, dropping it in the bucket, making a beautiful throw down the field. That's what stands out to Ryan Poles. It wasn't, hey, remember the touchdown run against the Dolphins? or scrambling for his life and then breaking free against the Lions. It was the throws down the field that gives him encouragement. And that's kind of what we've been putting out there here on this podcast throughout the year is that Fields has been doing enough in spots that if he has more help, has some time, he should be successful. It hasn't totally clicked yet, and there's a lot of work that needs to be done, it does seem as if he has enough of the pieces to put something together in the future. I, I thought it was an interesting response from Ryan Poles. Now, the one other uh, piece of information that was addressed with a big topic that came from Ryan Poles meeting the media at Hallis Hall on Tuesday was with uh, Chase Claypool. Now, Claypool joined the team midseason, and Ryan Poles was asked about Claypool since he, he joined the team uh, halfway through and the lack of production we saw from Claypool at the end of the year. Yeah, that's that's a, a good point. You know, I think that's the difference between like trades in baseball and, and, and basketball. It's like plug and play. There's an entire offseason and half of a season of installs and all the things that you need to do collectively to play and, and execute offensive play. Um, on top of that, it was a little bit choppy with some of Justin getting dinged up. Um, he got dinged up. 
Uh, so it was a little bit choppy of a start. I don't. I told Chase, and we had a really good conversation. I'm not blinking at that one at all. I think he's going to help us moving forward, and I'm excited about it. With Chase Claypool needing a new contract coming up, do you still does Ryan Poles still have the same mindset of the type of player Claypool can be when he made the move to trade for him? Here's Ryan Poles. I think you know if with health, with uh, Justin being out for a little bit. Um, your expectation. I told him, like, yeah, I wish, I wish he came in. He had a thousand yards, and we just were going. But it didn't happen that way. But do I believe in the talent and what he can bring to this team? I do, um, and I still think we're going to get that. In terms of the the contract stuff, to me, we just got to take the next step and see how he gets implemented and how he does in this off season. He's going to spend a lot of time with Justin as well as the other receivers and build that chemistry, and we'll be able to evaluate that even clearer next year. So there you go, Ryan Poles meeting the media on Tuesday. And I, I think when you look at what Ryan Poles said about Chase Claypool and the development that Claypool may have with the quarterback, Justin Fields, uh, it, it's a part of an idea where Claypool, Mooney, I would assume that they're going to draft another wide receiver and then maybe you bring in another guy through free agency as well. You may have a starting four wide receiver core where Mooney is the only guy that was a part of this group at the start of this season. You might have three new guys, Claypool, uh, a draft pick, and someone in free agency to elevate the room. Now, I know EQ St. Brown signed a a one-year deal extension uh, last week, that's great. He could be the fifth guy. Uh, there, guys that are there this season can be helpful in the future, Bayless Jones. But I don't see that those two individuals fitting into a top four situation if this team wants to be successful. You have to go get some guys. And then on top of it, Claypool has to show up. He has to play. Because he played on Sunday against the Vikings in the finale. He didn't do anything. Uh, I believe the the thing I keep pointing out is his – his reception high for the season at five with the Bears netted a, a total of 28 yards. That's almost hard to do. Get five receptions for 28 yards? I mean, if you want to talk about complete no impact on the game whatsoever, that's it. So Claypool's improvement, his chemistry with Justin Fields will be huge. And there's a lot of information uh, that we heard from Ryan Poles there that I thought was uh, noteworthy and something that you needed to hear here on the Bear Down podcast. That's what this podcast is for, is to bring what we hear at House Hall to you right here on the ESPN Chicago app. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, the bear season is over, but the podcast continues on. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays right here on the ESPN Chicago app. Black and Abdal weeknights, 6 to 8. I'll have the show tonight at 6 o'clock right here on ESPN 1000. And I'll talk to you again here on the Bear Down Podcast on Thursday right here on the ESPN Chicago app.